0: Welcome to the Skin Treatments Podcast! My name is Anna Saprakina. I'm excited to present the Body Silk Show about cosmetic, beauty and aesthetic skin treatments. 10 years ago, this discussion would attract mostly women, but times have changed and more than 50% of my audience for this topic exclamation mark, are men. And this is not just a bold statement. Believe it or not, 52% of the traffic to our website, bodysilk.co.uk, are men. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, again, welcome to my show. Enjoy! Today we're going to talk about laser hair removal. We uh, will go back in time to see how our predecessors were handling the problem of unwanted hair and if it actually bothered them in the first place. We will compare most of the existing hair removal methods from waxing to advanced hair removal devices. At the end of this episode, if you are thinking of um, going ahead with one of them, you will be able to make an informed decision as to which one of these methods is best for you. The problem of unwanted hair goes back to the ancient times. The first wax, or uh, rather a method resembling it, goes back to the ancient Egyptians who developed sugaring, where a mixture of oil and honey was applied to the body, then vigorously uh, stripped to remove the hair with it. Alexander the Great, made all his soldiers shave so the beard could not be grabbed in combat using metal blades. While preparing the material for this podcast, I came across an interesting chronological description of hair removal methods used since prehistoric times on a hair removal forum. Apparently, the evolution history of hair removal has been an interesting journey, fed by many technological influences and social changes, from ancient civilization to modern-day medical spars, hair removal practices uh, that have been created and uh, constantly reinvented to suit our society's aesthetic needs and preferences. Um, hair removal... Uh, takes its uh, beginning uh, from um, uh, 30,000 years B.C. Prehistoric men allegedly used flint razors to shave um, at this time. However, the flint would dull quickly and cuts were extremely common. In the same era, women reportedly created some of the first uh, depilatory creams made from harsh substances like um, quicklime and uh, arsenic. These abrasive materials uh, burned off unwanted hair but would frequently harm skin in the process. Uh, 3000 uh, years BC, uh, some of the first non disposable razors were used in Egypt and India. Possible um, through um, advancements in metalworking, these copper razors were often customised and decorated with carvings and designs. 500 years BC, Alexander the Great's shaving obsession increased uh, the practice's uh, popularity, leading to the construction of some of the first barber shops. At this time, Roman women were starting to use shaving razors too, as well as tweezers, um, pumice stones, and depilatories. Uh, 60 um, years BC. It was around this time uh, that ancient Egyptian uh, women, like Cleopatra herself, reportedly began using the sugaring hair removal method. This natural mixture was said to effectively remove hair in a harmless and relatively comfortable manner. Ancient Egypt and early Middle Eastern and Asian cultures were also the first users of threading hair removal, a process that removes uh, unwanted hair by twisting it between um, taut cotton threads. Hair removal in the Middle Ages and the Renaissance um, has got some uh, interesting history as well. In the early Middle Ages, it was very fashionable for um, a woman to be completely hairless. Uh, Even on their heads, um, which allowed them to wear uh, the large... um, Ostentatious wigs and uh, hand um, uh, and headpieces that were in style. To remove hair on their eyebrows, uh, heads, and necks, uh, women plucked and shaved nearly every day. Sometimes, even the eyelashes were plucked out. Fifteen hundreds. Uh, The Aztecs in Central and North uh, America were using shaving razors uh, fashioned from volcanic uh, obsidian glass, which was sharp and effective, but sometimes fragile. Uh, 1600s, uh, European women uh, kept their faces, foreheads and eyebrows plucked or shaved um, in the trend of Queen Elizabeth. In the 1770s, a French barber named uh, Jean-Jacques Perret uh, writes and publishes the art of learning to shave oneself, which is where the concept of a safety razor was first introduced. In the late 1700s, uh, the first L-shaped razor blade uh, with a wooden um, guard was created, named. uh, the Pere razor, the handheld guard, uh, made it easier to, to keep the blade steady while shaving, but it still couldn't be called a proper safety razor. In the early 1800s, uh, women uh, continued to use homemade depilatories in addition to shaving and tweezing. Uh, In 1847, uh, William Hansen, an English inventor, created the first shaving razor with a blade that runs uh, perpendicular to the handle. This redesign made handling of the razor much easier for shaving the face and other body areas. In the late 1800s, the straight razor or open razor was created in England and quickly became the most popular razor to use. Because of the razor's tendency to dull quickly, however, the razors needed to be frequently sharpened or um, stropped to achieve effective hair removal results. During this period, uh, was also uh, when consumers first started to see shaving amenities um, for men, such as after shave lotions, shaving soaps, and shaving creams. <music> In 1875, uh, reportedly when the use of electricity for hair removal was first uh, recorded, an ophthalmologist um, from St. Louis, Dr. Charles Michael, um, was credited with using electrolysis uh, to treat ingrown um, eyelashes. Um, and had been doing so since 1869. In 1880, the Camphor brothers in the US uh, created the first safety razor. With a small wire running across the razor edges on one side, the razor-featured skin guard enabled uh, greater shaving ease and uh, less um, propensity for nicks and cuts. to hair removal in the 20th century and present day um, uh, in 1901 uh, Gillette and and an uh, MIT engineer uh, created a double-bladed safety razor that featured um, replaceable and disposable blades. This revolutionary invention uh, forever changes the hair removal industry. in the World War uh, 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 I, ni- between 1914 and 1918, Gillette makes a deal uh, with the armed forces that puts Gillette razors into every soldier's um, standard issued gear, uh, forever helping uh, solidify Gillette as a leading razor brand uh, for male hair removal. In 1915, American women uh, were influenced by a marketing campaign in Harper's Bazaar magazine that uh, painted um, underarm hair as um, unfeminine, unhygienic and completely unfashionable for the latest sleeveless women's um, style. Uh, The adoption of uh, razor blades by more women followed this campaign, helped uh, fuel a major push in female body hair removal. In 1916, New Yorker Paul Cree develops the multiple needle galvanic electrolysis method that is still well known and used in a um, varied form today. Galvanic electrolysis is considered best for treating the bottom two-thirds of hair and creates a chemical reaction in the hair follicle that effectively disables it. In 1931, uh, Karl Jakob Schick obtains a patent for the Schick dry shaver, the world's first electric shaver with motor-powered razor blades. In 1924, the um, thermolysis um, method of electrolysis was officially developed by Frenchmen. Um, um, and uh, thermolysis, uh, also known as uh, short wave or high frequency electrolysis, uses an uh, alternating current to generate heat quickly to destroy hair. This method is rumoured to be faster, but not as thorough as galvanic electrolysis. Uh, In 1940s, the invention of Nair, uh, which became the most successful depilatory cream to date, uh, led uh, to an increase in female hair removal consumers as well as a stronger interest in female body hair removal altogether. In 1948, uh, blend electrolysis received its first patent and was created by uh, author Hinkel and Henry St. Pierre. The bland electrolysis method uh, utilizes both previous electrolysis technologies to create an even more powerful uh, hair removal technique. Uh, In the 1960s, the birth of cosmetic laser technology Occurred. Lasers for hair removal were first developed in the form of laser epilators in the 70s, but these were largely proven to be ineffective and painful according to FDA testing. 1980s. Electrolysis became even more popular and widespread uh, as computerized electrolysis equipment is developed. This makes electrolysis treatment safer, more convenient, more reliable and much easier to use, uh, albeit still quite painful. In the late uh, 1980s, sisters from Rio de Janeiro opened a salon in New York and introduced America to the Brazilian wax. In 1995, the FDA approved the first laser for hair removal, the nd uh, Yag laser. This laser was quickly distributed for use in um, upscale spars and by cosmetic providers. But the product was inaccurately um, marketed as a permanent hair removal device. Uh, laser hair removal technologies would later come to be labeled as permanent hair reduction devices. Uh, In 1997, new laser hair removal devices were cleared by the FDA for distribution. The new devices' uh, laser technology proved more successful at targeting hair melanin. This meant that the laser could be more easily focused on unwanted hair, and thus greater avoid burning or damaging surrounding skin tissue, which was a problem with some original designs. In the early 2000s, developments in hair laser technology uh, have now given way to several different uh, hair removal lasers that can treat um, varying skin uh, types and hair colors. These lasers include ruby lasers, Yag lasers, Alexandrit lasers, diode lasers, IPL, uh, which stated for intense pulse light. In 2008, the TRIA system uh, becomes the first FDA-approved at-home laser hair removal device. It utilizes a diode laser to remove unwanted hair within a handheld applicator. However, all at-home lasers are not as powerful as as professional lasers and often uh, do not give permanent results, um, if this is what you want. Uh, speaking uh, about laser versus IPL, um, it is worth mentioning that unwanted hair is often associated with the inconvenience of shaving, waxing, ingrown hair, increased skin sensitivity, and itchiness. Laser hair removal technologies uh, had a revolutionary impact on the effectiveness of permanent hair reduction. The aesthetic and beauty industry um, have been transformed, uh, sadly not always in a good way, uh, by cheap daily deals offering bargains on various treatments including laser hair removal. Uh, Beware when you see an IPL hair removal course is uh, being sold as a laser hair removal treatment. IPL, intense pulse light, is not a laser. It has, in fact, nothing to do with a laser. Uh, The technologies are totally different due to the type of the beam that these two machines produce. Uh, Which laser works best? Um, It depends what you wish to achieve, really. Uh, Permanent hair removal is possible uh, with the professional lasers only. Diode lasers um, designed for hair removal, uh, which means that they have a certain wavelength that is just right to kill a follicle forever, are probably the ones that are worth focusing on while doing your research um, due to their technical abilities to disable hair growth for good. Uh, The secret is in the length and power of the wave. Uh, The wave is focused and dense alongside the entire wavelength. Unlike with IPL, it is not spread um, and targets the pigment in the growing hair precisely from its start to finish. IPL uh, delivers a a scattered beam, while a laser produces a focused type of beam. If you ever went to the Greenwich uh, Observatory to see the Zero Meridian, you uh, might have noticed... um, Uh, that they've got the really um, uh, bright laser beam uh, throughout its length going into the sky, so you probably know what what I'm talking about. When the laser type of beam reaches a follicle, the power of the heat stays the same once the beam is issued, unlike uh, the IPL um, type of the beam that gets scattered by the time it hits a follicle. This property directly affects the quality and the timing um, of the results of your treatment. Uh, For comparison, uh, 10-12 sessions of IPL are required to see any difference in hair reduction. With the right laser, you may need as little as 4-8 to sessions to get rid of your unwanted hairs permanently. Uh, A laser is therefore much more powerful than IPL. Having said that, not all laser machines do the same job. That is why it is worthwhile uh, doing a little bit of research before investing in your laser hair removal treatment. Each type of laser has a certain wavelength designed to effectively perform a certain type of procedure. That is why a good clinic, when offering various uh, types of laser treatments, such as mm, laser skin resurfacing, laser hair removal, laser thread vein removal, etc., should have different laser machines for each of those procedures. In theory, each laser can do all of the above treatments, but with a different level of effectiveness. What can happen? If a laser is not specifically designed to kill a follicle for the first time, the follicle will keep producing hair, sometimes even more actively uh, than before. Uh, This can happen because the blood supply will not be cut off from the follicle, and with uh, extra heat from the laser, it can stimulate the hair growth again. Uh, You may even end up struggling to remove your hairs later with the right laser as the melanin in the hair can fade after your numerous treatments previously. The follicle will become invisible for the laser to see uh, the hair in the follicle as a laser targets hair through the dark melanin contained in it. Let's talk a little bit about choosing the right hair removal system. Uh, What's available at the market today? The smartest way to make an informed decision is to do some homework before investing your money in um, one method or another. Uh, Perhaps check out what people who had their hair removed successfully. Uh, done uh, say uh, which laser was used ask friends you to trust if they had the same experience once you decide which laser machine is best for you uh, check out the clinics who offer this service and uh, have the right machine that you're looking for make sure that the place delivers uh, what they promise check out their reviews on the internet. A qualified uh, hair removal provider will have greater insight into possible triggers for laser removal side effects. Be knowledgeable in um, local hair removal costs for waxing electrolysis uh, etc. And of course know more specifics about the kind of hair removal treatment results you can personally expect. So thank you everyone. Um it was the second episode of the skin treatment podcast by Anna Seprakina from bodysil.co.uk. If uh, you have had experience with laser hair removal treatments in the past, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Please do leave your feedback. Our next episode will be dedicated to skin rejuvenation, so please subscribe to this podcast to keep up with the skin treatments available today. Be happy, be healthy, and I look forward to being with you in my next episode. Bye!